Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Tubbs is gone from RTE. The RTE uh, DG Director General Kevin Backhurst said the negotiations for Tuberty's return to his Radio 1 show had ended as trust between the parties has broken down. Now, I said to him, I thought it was surprising stroke shocking that given when the second Grant Thornton report came out on Wednesday that we had a broad agreement on the broadest terms and a contract on the table to try and bring him back. I thought it was very surprising and very damaging that the statement then came out with the content it did from his side. And Kevin Backhurst also insists that Ryan isn't a scapegoat for the payment scandal at the National Public Broadcaster either. Alex is with us on the line. Alex, is Tubbs the sacrificial lamb? Um, hi, Andrea. How are you? Um, and Andrea, I, I suppose I texted in earlier or whatever because I really believe um, that maybe we're not looking at the real issue. And um, the real issue for me is the fact that... Um, it was disclosed through somebody looking for a freedom of information that he was paid almost 350,000 euros over a five-year period. Like, it's 70 grand a year. And I think, like, people are forgetting that sum of money that when um, it was headline newspapers in The Independent or The Irish Times of the 10 um, top presenters on RTE, that he looked over those figures and he didn't realise or didn't disclose that he was actually earning 70,000 a year more than that. And, like, I think there's a lot of people in this country that maybe think, oh, well, maybe it was people at the higher echelons. But it's his responsibility, I would have thought, as a broadcaster, to come out and correct that and say, do you know something, I'm actually getting bonuses or I'm getting undisclosed figures which are more than the average industrial wage, which are more than a nurse, a teacher, a guard earns per year. Like, and I think there's an awful lot of like that in it. Like, I, I can't feel sorry. You can't for the get man. past. You can't get past that, Alex. No, I no, and I can't feel sorry for a man that, you know, in 2019 he turned around and he said that I took a pay cut. I took a pay cut from seven hundred and. 23,000 to 500,000 like after the height of like I'm saying just after in 2013 so people were still reeling from the recession and like he was saying like at that time at the height of the recession he was earning 723,000 And even with the whole Grant Thornton report and the, the you know the misstatement of fees and the correction and the restatement and all that went with it, you you still think that Kevin Backhurst made the right decision? Yes, without okay. doubt. Without okay. doubt. And, 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 I, and I think there's a lot of people out there and a lot of them, I think that maybe we're such a small country and that people like Noel Kelly, his agent, has a lot of fingers and pies around the, the media in this, what is a relatively small market or whatever. But I think people, I think your average person on the ground sees 70,000 a year in bonuses and said, geez, it'd be good. Sorry. It would be great to order to, you know, to have 70,000 okay. as a wage, okay. never mind what, as a bonus. What, what about you, Paul? Do you think has Ryan Tuberty has he been made a scapegoat for the issue? Yeah. Um, this is Paul. Yeah. I, um, I see that Backhurst is very uh, decisive and uh, I think Tuberty had the job, but his own arrogance, overcame that fact. 
So I think there's very little chance of coming back to RT. When you look at Amy O'Kelly, she's come to the fore there as the Dublin branch NUJ person. She said it. It shouldn't have a huge tier above you. Uh, untouchable money, untouchable status. That shouldn't happen in a public service broadcaster, you know. That's what I think. Is it sad? Sad? No, I'm not sad. <laughs> I don't think he's sad either. I think he's... he's, he's I'd imagine Ryan Tobody's sad. Yeah, I wouldn't think he's sad. It's, it's too small a market, really, for him. He can, he can go anywhere. He's a, an experienced broadcaster. He's not... I think he's too big for RTE. And RTE, with this organisation there, when D Forbes and Jennings... They're supposed to be out sick. They're out of sick at yeah. least nine weeks. Must be something serious. But they haven't that. spoken. Yeah, yeah. I oh, know. Well, I, I, I know. I take take your take your point. I mean, and um, on yeah. But but you you think that it's you think Ryan Tubbard, he'll he'll have no bother. He'll find something else. So. He's no bother. He's an experienced broadcaster. But yeah. the things he did that were covered up from other people, they they were that's very unfair. Whether there's a paper trail to prove it or not, the facts are out in the open. You know. And I'd say other people would be worried. I think some people in RTE aren't worth the money they were being paid. That's what I say. I can list 10 people. Okay. Well, it was interesting, I thought, I, I don't know if you saw Primetime last night and Kevin Backhurst on it, and, you know, he, he talked about the deal that they'd, um, they were negotiating with Ryan Tuberty and the financial aspect of that. But, I mean, he, he made it quite clear that, you know, salaries will be renegotiated when contracts come up. Yeah, the RTE can't afford the people they have there. And there are ordinary people who are probably in part-time work and freelance journalists. They're paying very little. And they look at these people. He would be a brave man probably to go back to RTE and walk past all his colleagues. And they know how much he's earning or supposed to earn. And they're, they're only earning very little money, you know. Well, I suppose they mass, always mass knew, majority. though, didn't they? That, that, you know what I mean? The figures would have been published every year and what they were. Yeah. People well, the always knew to reflect reality. Okay. What about you, you Joe? You know, no, I take, you know, I take, take your point absolutely. Um, what about you, Joe? Do you, how do you feel about this? Well, I think um, that Ryan Tuberty has been a scapegoat here. Um, I heard Kevin Backhorse last night in prime time saying that his aim was to restore trust in RTE, but there's no way by firing Ryan Tuberty that they're going to replace trust in RTE. This whole thing was about corporate governance within RTE. And now we have a presenter that's fired. I, I see no one else fired. I, I think it's time for the whole board of RT to resign. Any of them that are on the we board from 2017 down, on. The board were stepped no, down. No, no, there was an executive board stepped mm. down, but most of them are still there. They're still being paid mm. in different jobs. So, I, I mean, He's the, say, the, if, you're fired, if you're fired from a job, you've done something wrong. Yeah. And so the only thing as far as I can make out that Ryan Tuberty has done wrong is that he didn't correct his salary when it was put into public domain. Now, he's been proved right from 2017 to 2019. Mm. It's for 20, 2020 and 2021. And he's fired for that. And I don't think it's going to do anything to restore confidence in RTE. All this has done is that RTE has lost probably its best broadcaster, or certainly one of its best. And he was going to come back on a very reduced salary, um, and pay back the 150000 which would have meant he would have essentially worked his first year for 20000 Now, um, and I think it's a loss to everybody. And, and um, I, I just, it doesn't, I, I mean, I know they were all overpaid. There's absolutely no doubt that the level of pay at the, for those top presenters in RT is not in charge of a disgrace. But I, I do feel that the way Ryan Tuberty has been treated here is, is disgraceful. 
Do you think, Alex, just on that, because a lot of what Kevin Backhurst has talked about, you know, since yesterday and, and again today is restoring trust. And, and that's, you know, that's what that's the fundamental for him is, is all about the restoration of trust in the organisation. So does this decision last night, does it actually restore trust? Look, Andrea, I don't actually think it does. Whatever, And, you know, like Kevin may say he fears it. But people on the ground in Ireland fear the loss in public broadcasting because there's a massive growth in sort of right-wing propaganda groups using this as an excuse to say we can't believe public broadcasting, we can't believe what they said about COVID, we can't believe what they're saying about migrant things. The trust in RTE has been decimated. Like, and and that's, mm-hmm. like, that's a fact we're all going to have to deal with or whatever like that. We're lucky in Ireland because we actually have alternatives, you know, from RTE. I'm saying we actually do news talk included along with other things whatever, and we've, we have a long history of great journalists out there. But of course, like I'm saying when people are out there and they're looking at like Ryan's initial salary of like 723,000 euros a year for broadcasting on a weekly basis and then we're living in a country where your previous um, callers, and I was quite emotional listening to Sinead, Linda and Yvonne yesterday and you think that that sort of wage would pay for 14 nurses, 14 counsellors you know I'm saying like, where are we as a country if we think that's acceptable that you, somebody can, can, can actually get that sort of wage Will you, will you miss Ryan, Joe? I look at, uh, sorry Sorry Alex yeah, no, Go no, well, personally, not really. To be quite honest with you, um, I, I, I felt the late late show was going a bit tired and probably needed a change. But he had done a great job, and I did enjoy him. And I enjoyed if I was in the car listening to him between nine and ten in the morning. He had a very good radio show with lots of interesting things. I, I, I think he he created an added value for RTE. I'd say any program he has done, the commercial impact on RTE with him going will, will certainly have an impact mm. because I'd say his he brought in an awful lot in advertising well, revenue. Well, the finances through. definitely, yeah. I mean, and you're constantly and he hearing also, about the He also the did, and I know, given what we know now, I suppose people will, will feel um, a bit annoyed about him, but okay. did an, an unbelievable job for the country during COVID. What, what about I mean, you? What, what, what about you, Doreen? And just bring Doreen in there as well, Joe. Um, what, like, how do you feel about all this, Doreen, since yesterday? I'm just going to, I'll just reconnect with you, Doreen. Hang, hang on there for a second, if you don't mind. Is John there? John, how do you feel about all this? Oh, um, hi, hi um, Andrea. Now, on a personal um, no level, it must be devastating for him not to be able to turn to return to a job he uh, clearly loves and is heavily invested in. But it was incredibly naive of him to think that he could simply just walk back into RTE. I mean, he's not a nasty person, but it seems he seems to have no concept of what he's actually done, which sure, is to give a middle the, finger. They nearly had the deal sorted. Sure, yeah, but he's, he's, he's given himself a, last night. Yeah, but he's given a middle finger to those people who work with him in RTE and effectively laughed at them behind their back because they were taking cuts that they couldn't afford, and he was getting extra money. 
And all the indications were in the, in the news that the general staff had uh, major problems with him coming back. So I don't think there is there was a way for him to ever come back. Uh, it seems to be incredibly naive of him so, to think that he could just simply walk back in. So do you think then, were they looking for an excuse to dump him? I don't, I don't know. I don't think they were looking for an excuse. I think it was just the, the, the situation he got himself into. And the other thing is that the repercussions of this are going to be enormous for RTE from the very top to the bottom. Like, there are huge repercussions for all of this. So you don't, um, think, think, he's he's been, you don't think he's been made a scapegoat? And, uh, been, been, you I know, don't think he's been made a scapegoat. But the, no, he's not been made a scapegoat. No, no. He doesn't okay. been made. But on the other hand, the executive and everything else are clearly not fit for purpose. And whether any of them should be in their jobs is, uh, you know, questionable. What about you, Doreen? Yeah, I'm listening um, attentively there to your um, uh, public. But just to say that I think that um, at this stage, Ryan is going to be the face of what has been an awful crisis for RTE. So really, I suppose that's why they don't want him back. But I just think that for Ryan himself, I do think he might be Terry Wogan or the Donny O'Sullivan in CNN, or he won't have any shortage of jobs to go to. But I do think there's one thing I really am strong about, and that is that Terry, Terry Cohn last night on a programme said he, he was just, he was like a brother to us. We, we just liked him. So I think he's a man of high integrity. And mm. with that in mind, I think the very minute he put his hands up to say, I'm sorry, that I got something that I shouldn't have got, he's a man of great means. He should have just paid back a little bit more. And he's an artist. He has a manager, so he could, and it would be a great lesson, I think, to young people as well in communication, in integrity, to say, guys, look what happened to this gorgeous guy. Toy shop, blah, blah, blah. Didn't pay attention to his bank account. But said, I'm sorry. Do you think he said, yeah, well, did he, I suppose? You, you, th- you think if he'd have said, if he'd have grovelled a bit more? Well, I don't know if it's grovelled, but way back when he was standing there saying how much he loved children of Ireland, standing and saying, um, I'm sorry, and put my hands up. At that stage, he should have, if he owed 500,000, he should have given a million. It wouldn't have killed him and it would have kept his good name and the whole of RTE, it could have been fixed. But maybe all of this disruption is good to to clean up RTE. Yeah, I, I was surprised yesterday when I heard the news. I, I, I definitely thought that, you know, he was, he was going to be going back um, to Radio 1. And I, and I was surprised that they couldn't find a way around all of this. You know? Don't be sorry, Andrew. But I think if he, you know, like if he did maybe just said nothing till the, yeah, the deal signed he, and sealed. He, yeah, he does. Just say nice nothing. He's to himself. But, but at you the know? same time, he's probably adamant about it now. But I think he's been ill-advised as well. Yeah, or maybe you know, if the decisions were his own or advisors or what, but I suppose it's the classic case, isn't it, of sometimes say nothing, keep your mouth shut until the deal is signed. And yeah, look, it's a hard hard not to feel for him. Absolutely hard not to feel for him. We've jo- Do you know what? I'm going to take a short break. There's a lot of people want to get in touch about this today. What's your view on the whole Ryan Tuberty uh, no longer going to be at RTE? Well, for the moment, I mean, Kevin Backer said, did say the door is still open. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
We're talking about Ryan Tuberty. He's, as you know, gone from RTE and Kevin Backers, the Director General there, says that he, look, still stands by the decision to end the negotiations with Ryan Tuberty over his return to the uh, Radio 1 programme. How do you feel about this today, though? And do you think, is Ryan Tuberty, is he the scapegoat for the controversy? Kevin Backer says he's not. What about you, Edel? What do you think? Andrea, hi. Thank, thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm listening to this now on and off and on and off, drifting through all sorts of issues, health issues, okay, as well with, with another person. However, I just want to say um, good luck to, ter- to, to Ryan. He's Ryan Tuggerty. He's done really well. He's done a great job. He's, he'll be okay. Um, look, don't make him. Don't make yourself indispensable. We cannot replace Terry Wogan. We cannot replace Skeburn. We cannot replace the likes of Michael Parkinson. And we shouldn't even try. There's hundreds, thousands of young men and women out there in the media doing fantastic jobs. Um, and and let's let's say goodbye to Ryan and wish him the best of luck. He will do a great job, whatever he does. It'll probably be charity, but he'll be welcomed because he's got the persona and he knows he can do that. So uh, you've got to start listening, listening up. So the, the whole thing around Kevin Backhurst and the restoration of trust and that's his focus. Do you think the decision yesterday, will it... Will it restore trust? In the bin, move on. You know, let's not ask those questions. A decision was made. No, no public member can go out there and, and answer to that, Andrea, because we weren't there. We weren't there in the room. We only know half of the story. So I'm terribly sorry. We should stop asking that question. Okay. Go with the decision of, move the on. of the people who made the decision. Move on. And let's stop feeling sorry for Ryan because Ryan Aberdeen um, has done an amazing job and he, he comes across lovely personality yeah. just like Dahi O'Shea just like all these guys just like Kira Kelly News Talk just like uh, Ivan Yates you know I've listened to them for the past 20 years and I, I could point out how many are professional but they will never ever and never want to step into the shoes of okay. Uh, the other people, like Jay okay. Byrne, like Terry Wogan. Um, you know, we saw Terry Wogan uh, in his last moments. He was in the gold carriage with, with, um, with the Queen. And, you know, he got a slagging for that from the Irish people at the top. You know, he did a good job. Okay. I what, absolutely adore what, him. What, what, what about you, George? Do you, do you have sympathy? Do you feel for Ryan Tuberty today? Uh, well, my issue, I, the reason I text actually, good afternoon, it isn't because of Ryan Tuberty and his face, really. Um, and it's not a personal grievance I have with him. But, um, or nor is it to do with, the, my text wasn't to do with the politic, politics of RT. My issue is kind of that all of these presenters are getting far overpaid for the size of the country and the amount of news that's in the country. Just cut the salaries. Um, Kevin Backer, I thought he very much indicated that last night, didn't he? Well, I think so. And uh, like, as I said earlier, I think 170,000 to come back to do an hour's show a day is far excessive when the country is in the state of Denmark. So do you think, will the decision and the fact that, as Edel says now, look, park it and let's move on and just get on with the job, do, do you think that'll happen now? I think the, big, the best thing that could come from this is a renegotiation of contracts. I don't think we're getting a fair, a fair run from the presenters. I, I think they could be a lot better 
for what we're getting for the money they've been paid. For the money been paid. Well, I think that'll happen. I mean, the... somebody somebody just doing their job or the equivalent of their job in a more stressful location is getting far less in the general public. Do you know? What about what about you, Owen? How do you feel about all this today? Uh, hi, Andrea. Nice to speak to you. Um, it's like if we put the money aside, I think this is this. Uh, Ryan Tuberty is a human being. He has a wife and children. I don't know him personally, but I mean, he has emotions and feelings like anybody yeah. else. And I just think the way an awful lot of people, not all, but an awful lot of the Irish public have treated him is, is disgusting. I, I just, I, I don't feel sorry for him from, an, from a financial perspective, but he's a human being. And, and me, I, 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 gra- fe- I feel for him as a human, as a person today. Like, I, I really yeah. do. And, and I just, just I, park I know, everything I mean, else I mean, for a minute and like, I mean... Well, you know, waking up this morning, I, like I can't, you know, it's, it's, it has to be. It has to be very tough. It has to be. It, 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 it must be. And like we, God, when I see some of the abuse that people get online, like poor Kira Kelly gets attacked on, on Instagram, Facebook nearly every day. She must have, you know, it must be like water off ducks back to her at this stage. But I just feel for people like that are in the public eye, even yourself and you know, God, you know, you're held up to such a high standard and you have family, you you want to go out for a drink in the weekend, you want to enjoy yourself. He must just feel stepping out of his front door that, you know, are people going to approach me and say stuff to me? Are, are they going to blame me? Am I? It's just, it's extremely hard. And I, I think, like, you know, I, I also think that, um, if, if back to the money, I think there is anger in the country about anyone who's on big money or mm. the financial institutions that are making huge profits, as we saw with Bank of Ireland, the ATM fiasco. But mm. we really do need to take a good look at ourselves when we start to tear people down like this. And, and look, a, a just final point. I do think, though, it was a very poor judgment by his PR company to issue a told you so type statement on Wednesday after or but yesterday after the Grand Tournament. That, that, like, I mean, from Kevin Backers yesterday, that's the turning point. He says that was the yeah. turning point, like... Yeah, it was not just fully now, but he says, bad. you know, that's that was the, that was when, yeah. it, when it all fell apart at the eleventh hour. Yeah, just a t- terrible advice. I think Terry Prown, I heard this morning, fantastic this morning. I thought she she said it very well. I just, what were they thinking? It just they just had a held their counsel and said, let's just let this go through. He'd already spoken to the to two, the two committee, two Oireachtas committees. He had his say, but I mean, just sorry. My my main point anyway was on a personal basis. I think it's just horrible what this man has gone through. And anybody that goes through, uh, you know, I just feel sorry for him and his family. There's a lot of people getting in touch, I should say, too, actually, here on WhatsApp. I want to try and get some of the messages as well. Um, Dan says, he, he, ha- he, ha- he has not been fired. His contract has not been renewed. Contract worker, granted a well-paid contractor, but still a contractor. Top er- uh, RTE people earning over €1,500 Euro an hour. No one in RTE is worth a thousand to fifteen hundred quid an hour, according to Dan. One hour a day for three hundred days and getting paid over four hundred thousand ridiculous salaries for RTE, according to Dan. Another listener, Tubbs is now the king puck of scapegoats. It's a disgrace how he's been treated. They might as well hoist him up in a cage in Kilorgan and let the ignorant people shout abuse at him. That's one message. A lot of messages, I should say, like that uh, today as well. Uh, John says he was proved he did nothing wrong and he's the scapegoat. Who would have turned down the money that he was on, says John. What about you, Nicky? I mean, like, do you have sympathy for Ryan Tuberty and all of this? Do you, do you think, will it restore trust in RTE? Um, I definitely have sympathy for Ryan Tuberty. Uh, as for RTE and trust, I'm not 100% sure it will restore trust. Um, personally, um, when I was living in the UK, I ran one consultancy firm. Um, I was a contractor. I was in 
like my job was to make sure I was paid like what was in my contract, which sometimes would be six hundred pounds a day, sometimes it'd be twelve hundred pounds a day, very easily, depending on what I was doing at the time. Um, my job was to make sure that I paid all my tax, all my company tax, and made sure that I was like sound on that end. I was not responsible for how they paid me out of their budget. That was not my responsibility. Just the same as Ryan Tuberty was a contractor into RTE, he was not responsible for their financial decisions. But somehow, like they've now come out and been like, "Oh, he is a scapegoat. He is not getting his contract renewed." Which, to be fair, if I was him, I wouldn't want to renew my contract with them. Um, but I think it's he has been made scapegoat. Like they they haven't taken responsibility for their financial misdoings, and I think that is the problem. And I don't think that's like going to help any like they're not restoring trust if they don't put their hand up and be like we mismanaged our money our bad we're going to fix mm. it well Kevin Bankers did I was listening to him last night and he, he talked about the fact that you know RTE have very much um, bore the brunt for, for what happened and, and rightly so and you know he talked about the, the whole thing about the misstatement of the monies and that it shouldn't have happened and then there was the re-correction and the restatement and everybody needed to take some responsibility in all of this and like he seemed to think that you know that was done and we'd parked that and we'd started talking about contracts and money for a new contract and hours and what would happen in a podcast and all this and then it's, it seems to be the publication of the next statement that happened now, what, two days ago from Ryan Tuberty, that that's the turning point in, in all uh, of this. Uh, the bringing back up of, you know, the old ground, like redigging it back up again, this is the issue. I, I think for someone that's such in, in the public eye and how he was harassed and some of the things he was called in social media, on TV, on radio... Like, of course, you, you're 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 going to be physically and emotionally hurt from that. You're you're going to want some validation of, hey, look, I did nothing wrong here. I mean, you're not getting that validation. Putting out a statement to say, hey, by the way, this report says I was right and I did nothing wrong. Mm, and I still believe this, when- despite <laughs> other reports have been indicated otherwise. But yeah, you know, I look, I, I I take your point in it. I mean, another listener here, Kevin Backhurst, now needs to turn his attention to the management of RTE. Um, I think get rid of them. Then people might have faith in the broadcaster, according to this listener. What about you, Marie? How how do you feel about all this today? Are you shocked by the news? Are you there, Marie? Is Marie with us? I've absolutely no sympathy for Ryan Tuberty, says Ada. He he had the the deal was done. He was going back to RTE until I think arrogance got the better of him. He couldn't resist making a statement following the report. If he just stayed quiet, he'd have his job, according to Ada. Another texter in 087-1400-106 says, During COVID, when my business, amongst so many other, were closed, Tuberty was broadcasting that we were all in this together. How amazing he was, too, taking a pay cut. I don't think he legally did anything wrong, well, no, but I do think he's a hypocrite, says this listener. 087-1400-106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. There's still lots of people getting in contact. We are going to stay with us. We'll be talking about this and uh, we're also going to be chatting on the show too a little later. It's a conversation we kicked off yesterday um, about calls for miscarriage bereavement leave and we heard people share their stories with us. There were lots of women and men too who've been getting in contact since yesterday. So I do want to continue the conversation today. I think it's really important to do that. So if you want to share your story, the email is lunchtime live at Newstalk.com. Now, um, I've got Edward, though, on the line. Edward, you wanted to make a point about uh, Ryan Tuberty. I know, Andrea. 
Uh, yes, well, I think the point probably has been made by another gentleman there who spoke earlier, that I felt that the, um, the approach he took was what I would call totally self-serving. And this was encapsulated really by him issuing that statement that we'll say was the straw that broke the camel's back for Kevin Backhurst in terminating negotiations. And I can understand perfectly uh, where he was coming from in doing that. In terms of being decisive, Edward, you know, and, and restoring trust in the broadcaster, like the fact that, you know, Kevin Backhurst has been quite firm. I mean, he's standing by the decision. He's made that clear again today. Um, he just said, you know, there was, the, the, he, said, he, he said last night that himself and Ryan Turbury had talked on multiple occasions, talked about the whole thing about trust and what it means. Like, do you, how do you view Kevin Backhurst in all of this? You know, in terms of being decisive about well, making the decision, I, I think that in terms of we say the the issue around trust on the latest development was trust between Ryan Tuberty and RT and trust between Ryan Tuberty and Kevin Backhurst. And certainly, if I was in Kevin Backhurst's position and having these negotiations or this discussion, and Ryan Tuberty then took it on himself to issue this, what I'm calling a self-serving statement, which I think was for me the hallmark of all his previous statements of his previous contributions, mm. including when he appeared before the, uh, the committee, that uh, whereas he, he obviously has only a, a minor, in one sense a minor role, but obviously a central role as well. But um, this mess wasn't altogether of his making, but he did nothing about solving it. But we'll say when it came to these recent negotiations, and if I was in Kevin Backhurst's position, and I was dealing with someone to bring him back in having had a difficulty, then trust between us would, even on a personal level, would have been critical. And, and that I was important. see how that personal trust uh, would survive Ryan Tuberty issuing this type mm. of statement, which clearly disregarded the whole controversial issue of the other payments that had been made. Well, even though it's something, I mean, it's something he's been saying from, it's something that he's been saying since the since the start of all of this, but your point is that, you know, he still wanted to have the last word on it, despite the well, fact that they nearly not, had the deal done. Not, yeah, not only did he want the last word, but he wanted the last word, you know, in a term that obviously breached trust between himself and Kevin Backhurst. Yeah. Kevin and has made that quite, I, yeah, I don't think that... Clear. Sorry, going back to your initial question, I, I mean, I don't think that um, terminating the negotiations with Ryan Tuberty in these circumstances will make one bit of difference to the trust of the general public in our Well, I wonder that. I mean, I, I wonder from what has happened now since last night. I mean, I have to question whether or not the general public, I mean, you, myself, Richard, that's with us next on the line, Edward, they're paying the licence fee. Um, whether how it rest- I, I don't know how I'm, I'm yet to see how it restores this huge level of trust what about you Richard do you think it will I I think it will help RTE need cultural change root and branch change um, so this is a start of it isn't it it's clearing out of the old and starting afresh so can't do any harm do you feel do you feel for Ryan Tuberty well, I don't know the guy personally. I, I, I think it's an uncomfortable situation for anyone to find themselves in. I think that, that, that I, the reason I was calling was to talk about kind of the, the, what I would call begrudgery against him because he is successful in earning money. There seems to be a, a kind of view that, ha ha, you know, we're out to get you. Uh, you know, you've got paid way too much and need to come up with. But I, I don't like that mentality. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's a very successful, good broadcaster. He seems to be doing his best to 
to uh, to give good service to RTE. And I think he's you know uh, probably a little bit of a victim of this change that has to happen. But change has to happen, and and you know don't renew his contract it. and move forward. Do you think? Um, do you think Joe? He's the, Ryan Tuberty is is a victim in all this. Are you speaking to me? I am indeed. Yeah. Hello. No, I don't think he's a victim. I think uh, uh, Kevin Backhorse did the right thing, and I wish we had more people like Kevin Backhorse in this country that stands up, not afraid to do his job, and then he could start out the HSC, start out. A, politicians in this country, and a lot of people like that. And he's getting a lot of backlash in this country because everybody wants everything to be swept under the carpet here in this country. Okay, so you do the yeah. d- decisive, firm decision-making. Right. the right thing. Showed back he, he wants to do it with a lot more of the minority. I mean, they're completely overpaid what they're doing, you know. Do you, th- you don't you don't th- you don't think at all in, in in the question as I said earlier, Kevin Backers, you know, insisting that Ryan isn't the scapegoat for the whole controversy. You, you of course, he's a grown up individual. He knew what money he was getting. He kept his mouth shut. You know. Okay. And uh, he never said anything about it. And I was crying. You know, I'm sorry. And he, he doesn't actually say I'm sorry. Actually, not once. Yeah, another listener as well, very similar to you, Joe, on the point a little earlier, actually, here texting in, you know, just making the point as well. You know, in a situation like this, I think, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, uh, with the best and final words, and leave it at that, according to this texter. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.